Aces, welcome. It's good to see you all. It's uh, I'm coming to you live from the Wilson home. Jason and Nazan have welcomed me into their home to rack her brain a little bit and uh, just share a little of her story. And the reason why I've taken, taken, well, put it this way, the reason why I'm sharing Nazan's story with you is very special to me and you'll understand once you hear the discussion and the topics we're going to share. And ultimately, I just feel Luzon's <laughs> a rainbow to me. She just represents so much of, I don't know, she just has a beautiful spirit. Yes. Boom. <laughs> um, and uh, one thing we have in common is a shoe fetish. I'm just putting it out there. Luzon and I have this thing about shoes and it's, it's quite serious because we both seem to like a statement shoe. And uh, that's probably our week. A weak spot, hey? Yeah, that's the photos we share with each other. There we go, there we go. Our husbands don't get it. They go, why would you need so many? And then I go, well, could, why do you need so many fishing rods? So, anyway. Okay, so, let's begin. Um, I think you should, let me ask you a question first. Um, nobody would know these things, so this is why we're sharing this journey with you. Tell me about your parents. Okay. Um... I am adopted, okay, um, my parents, my father's passed away, my mom is still alive and she's still living in the same house that she lived in for, I think it's 43 years now, yes, and um, love this area so much, so we've just moved, we just bought in the same area, and not so far away from her, so I can keep an eye on her. Oh, that's so cool. Yes, yeah. and uh, that's on my parents. Okay. So the funniest thing is when people, well, old school, I like to say old school because times have changed so much. Uh, way back when we were little, if you said you were adopted, there was this like, oh, shame. Mm. And that's the fun part. There's no shame here. Yes. No, okay. there's absolutely no shame. You're one of those absolutely. people that's proud of it. Absolutely, yes. Um, in the words of Radio King Fisher, I see it as blessed to be a blessing. Absolutely, absolutely. I'm blessed to have been, I'm blessed to have loving parents, well, one parent left, and I also see myself as a blessing to them, um, so that they can share their love with kids that they really wanted and really loved. And what's so awesome about that is how God orchestrated everything, yeah. if, if we, we just think about how awesome our God is. Absolutely. And I met Lazan when she was, what? 1996, so that would make me 13. So she was this beautiful little girl that used to work at the little shop we had here. Um, it's called, I think it was Springfield. Springfield Mini Market and Bakery. Darcy. So she used to work at the, at the shop with her mom and her dad and her brother. And Kurt and I used to literally, that was our stop. I mean, we all have our local cafe. And that's where Kurt and I would go daily to get what we needed. And the most incredible part about that was... I was saying to Lazan the other day is the fact that when we just started Oasis Family Church, look, it was tight. And the craziest thing is, I said to Lazan in those days we were able to buy a book. And uh, I said to Lazan, if we didn't have that book option at her dad's cafe, believe me, we probably would have starved. And they had no idea. Um, but that's how significant their shop was to us. And that's why. Their family has just always been very special to us. But of course, there is the other side of the story. Um, Luzon, would you like to share what happened at the shop? I think a lot of people would actually remember it because it was yeah. really tragic. Yeah. yeah. It happened in 2006, but um, prior to that, um, the shop was like everybody's 
could stop like Chantal said, Foster should stop Foster Chantal said, on their way um, to on their way home. Yeah. Um, it would be your milk and bread stop, cigarettes, sweets. You used to have that milk in the big Yes, the big <gasps> containers. Yeah, I remember that. Used to bring all their yes. containers and yes. fresh, fresh milk. Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, and my dad used to bake hot cross buns, so when it was Easter time, there was a hot cross bun craze. Uh, he used to wake up like in the middle of the night and they used to open the bakery and just go boss over Easter. Now look, your dad was a bit of a workaholic. I don't want yes. to be funny. Uncle no. Leon, Oblion worked 24-7. Yeah, he wasn't scared. He always believed, um, his words were, Werk het nog nooit iemand doodgemaak nie. Amen. So yeah. <laughs> um, and your school holidays, we were always bound to work in the shop. We would cry because our friends would always be a go away on holidays. And weekends we'd be summoned to the shop. And like you need dirk back opposite. Oh, he I can imagine. Those sweets, it's new for new thing. Old so, school. Yeah, old school. Old school. So you worked for all your sweeties. Um, yeah, and uh, my dad was a really hard worker and I learned a lot from him. Yeah. He was really, he was a special man. Everybody loved him. Yeah. He had a very big heart. Yeah. He yeah. seemed like a Buddha worm. Yeah, he was a very he, serious worm, yes. okay. But when he smiled, he had that look where he'd give you the look that you'd see this the smirk here. <laughs> yes, yeah. 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 And he always, he was in it to help people. Yeah. If he could help, lend a helping hand, he would lend a helping hand. Yeah. And he really did. Yeah. And yeah, the day he was taken, sure, that was in September 2006. Wow. I was at work and I got the phone call. Um, I didn't know that he had passed on at that, at that specific time. And she drove me through to, um, to the shop and there were just people, ambulance yeah. and cop cars and everything. And um, I just remember walking in and we had the parrot in the shop yes. back then. And yes. my mind was just, didn't even worry about my dad at that yeah. stage because I thought, oh, everything's gonna be fine. Um, but yeah, I walked in and I said, I need to find the parrot. And I grabbed the parrot and I walked out. Um, but yeah, it, the next day, when we went back to the shop to you now see what you know need to open up again, it was like a scene from Diana when Diana passed away. Wow. All the flowers oh, wow. and the cards in front oh, wow. of the shop door. Oh, it was wow. just amazing to see how the community actually really appreciated him. That's the word, community. Yeah. He was part of our community. Yeah, yes. Yeah. And he was such oh, a solid, yeah. yeah. He was such a solid representation of our little community. Yeah. Um, can you can you maybe be more specific so that people who don't recall would understand what actually happened to Omriam? Okay, so um, it was during that stage where there were a lot of robberies. They would spot, they would follow the people to the banks. Yes. It was during that specific time, oh, right? Yeah. And they would follow the people. They go into the bank. They'd follow them out, um, and yeah, that's what happened to him on that specific day. He was followed and um, got into the. Um, he was back in the shop and. Uh, they came in, um, I think it was four people came in wow. and they put the guns on the counter. Wow. Four. Four people. Well, two held, two held the people okay. hostage at the back okay. and okay. then it was still David and my dad in front and they yeah. just had the guns on the counter and my dad said, please leave the youngster. Yeah. My yes. dad opted and they said, please, let's just sort this yeah. out. What do you want? What do you want? And um, yeah, they jumped out. They jumped over the counter but my dad tried to attack them and grab them and keep them against the wall and then yeah, look, Umiyan was quite a big guy yes so I can understand him doing that yeah, yeah. and then the um, the shooter from the back shot him in his arm and yeah. he let go yeah. of the specific one that jumped over yes. the counter and as he tried to follow and chase after them and the guy just turned around and gave another shot and the fatal shot was then in his 
part. Wow. But funny thing is I heard um, the, the people that were in the shop that day, they told me that he got up and he wow. looked around and he asked, is everybody okay? And when they said yes, he fell down. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. I need a minute. <laughs> so wow. yeah, um, that was really, it was yeah. very nice to hear yes. that he, you know, he was, he was able to know what happened around him yes. and just make sure that everybody else is okay. Um, yeah, those people got life. So, so they were caught? They were caught. Oh my God, that's um, awesome. Yeah, and they all got life. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, wow. That's incredible. Serving time. Yes. And this is, this, is, this is exactly why I'm doing what I'm doing, is because without Lizanne even knowing it, she's actually carrying on the baton. And um, I know we're getting a bit heart sore now, but this is the reality. We have no idea... The impact we're having on somebody's life until a tragedy and um, it's incredible that Romeo would have done that and to be honest with you if I look at Lizanne she's such a representation of exactly the kind of man he was and that's what's so incredible is that Father God chose her to be Romeo's daughter what was your late dad's surname? For Mark. For Mark okay so imagine that that God chose her to be his daughter and this is what the journey was. And the most incredible part about it is we can sit here and speak with such pride and such excitement because he was part of our community and he was a man that could be celebrated. Um, I get quite carried away, but let me stop now. All right, so life goes on. Yes. All right, we life release Umlian, um, bless him, he'll never be forgotten. And then, what happened to you after school? So how old was, were you when that happened? That would make me around 22. Wow. Yes. So thank goodness you were quite grown up. Yes, yeah. Now I had a job. Oh, I wow. still had a job. Um, I had to, in the mornings, 6 o'clock, I had to get ready, open the shop at 6, wait for the staff to come in. Um, as soon as they're all in, I would then go to my job. Um, finish up at my job at 4, I asked for a little bit of um, leadway during a specific time. Um, then go back to the shop in the afternoons, uh, cash up, whoever needed to be cash up, and then close the shop at 8 o'clock that night. Fortunately, I had a very good man by my side, Amen. assisting me through all of that. Um, but yeah, Who was, was he? Jason. Jason, <laughs> the husband. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was very traumatic for my yes. mom, so she didn't want to be in the shop. Yes, my memories, Yeah, it was. she didn't want to put her foot in the shop. My brother, um, he also, it was very traumatic for him. So he also didn't um, come to the shop. So yeah, it was me and my ace. Go home at night, then cash, you know, do, um, do the float again for the next day. And then we repeated the cycle and that went on for nine months. I had yeah. to keep two jobs. Wow. Before we could actually sell the shop. Wow. So yeah, and then um, life happened. I was finally released. I could travel the world because every single did holiday. You? Did you? Travel no, I did not travel the world. <laughs> but at least you had the dream. I had okay. the dream. Yes, right. I had the dream. Yes, I was going to become a cheerleader for the province, <laughs> Western <laughs> province, obviously, <laughs> for Western <laughs> province rugby team. Yeah. But yeah, um, I met, well, I had Jason back then, yeah. and um, everything just happened. It's just spirals. Um, we had some good times out. We went to, um, what do you call these things, festivals. Yes. yes so that's, yes, what, yes. that's what we oh, did yeah, in yeah, specific yeah. time. That's fun, though. That's yes, good. the Biltong yeah. Festival in some space. Yeah. We yeah. enjoyed yeah. that one. Um, yes, and then we decided to get married. 
So Jason was, you was you were with Jason when everything happened? When everything happened. That's yes. amazing. This is, once again, guys, you know, when I lost my late dad, the most incredible thing about it was the fact that my dad actually met Kurt before he, 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 he went to be with father. Um, and that is the one thing that I was always encouraged about is, yeah. um, thank you, father, that... My husband was able to meet my dad before he was gone and um, that is so 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 special and I know a lot of girls wish they could say the same thing but once again we're focusing on the fact that through everything we push towards hope we push towards being somebody that can encourage other people without it being self-centered it's about come on guys you know what stuff goes wrong but we have to we have to push through and be strong. Then, how did you end up at Oasis? Because that was fun. I mean, she literally <laughs> walked in there and I went, what? The golden <laughs> shop? <laughs> Good, it's her, it's her. Anyway, yeah. Um, yes, I was, I was, I'm a Christian. Yeah. I've always been a Christian. Um, and then, you know, it's when you in uh, here girl. So daddy used to take us in your Sunday best dressed. Um, best dress. Which church did you go to? Worthnight? Yes, okay. Worthnight. And daddy used to take us to church every Sunday. Um, but yeah, then you grow up mm. and you get a car. Yeah. Daddy no longer has to take you to church. Yeah. So then you don't go to church. And uh, life carries on. You get busy, busy, busy. Um, got married. And then weekends become lazy also. And then, yeah, it was three years ago, we decided, no, get back into things. No? Yes. Do the right thing. Yes. Um, be an example for our daughter. Amen. Um, yes, and then we joined Oasis. And uh, life just carried on happening. Yeah. And, you know, um, you were like, oh, join the church and everything's going to be perfect now. Didn't we freak you out? Not at Weren't all. Weren't we noisy? No, I loved oh, it. Because coming from in exactly. Prim and proper. Prim and proper. No, of course. You know, just you, a little bit more yes, reserved. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Um, I had no idea that you were able to move in a church hospital. Yeah. Didn't I know that it was allowed. I knew. Yeah. <laughs> so, and the fact that Jason could go in a short and tackies. Yes. It was yes. very comfortable for us. There we go. And once again, this is not about criticizing church. No. You know, we all. believe everybody has a church family where they fit in perfectly. And it's very important that you find that place where you can be comfortable with your, yourself and your family within a church body. So no criticism, but absolutely. Not it's just. awesome <laughs> that you were able to come and literally just whoops, slip in and like be comfortable there for yes. years. Absolutely. It was like family. Absolutely. And then seeing the familiar faces. Yeah. Was even better. Because yeah. I was the girl from the shop, so I was <laughs> knew, knew a lot of people. Um, and then, yeah, we joined, like I said, life just kept on carrying on being busy. And then um, I believe God has a way of directing you yes. into a way, into, yes. you know, into a specific um, path. Yes. And it's up to you whether you want to take that path or not. There we go. Um, and by joining ISIS, I thought, oh, on the right path. But still, something was missing. Yeah. Something was just... It was not, wasn't feeling like what I thought it would feel like. Yeah. And then, yeah, I think it was about last year, things just broke down for me. I reached a stage where I just, I couldn't do it all. Yeah. I just, I think we I all get there yeah. where we, where we realize, hey, something's missing. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And um, fortunately, uh, I have a capable husband. Yeah. And a healthy daughter. Yes. And I just realized I have to pass things yes. on. Yes. Now ask for help. Yes. Yes. And um, to be able to give me 
Time? Yes. To find my peace? Yes. Yes. Um, and that's what I did. And I'm now committed. Yeah. I'm able to find my peace. Yeah. And um, that's the journey that I'm on. Yes. And I finally feel like I'm on the right way. It's so journey, cool. finding my peace. And now, spiritual growth, obviously. <laughs> so tell me something. Your daughter, how old is she now? She's 12. Wow. Yes. Yeah. She's an amazing young lady. So, and, and you have never kept your adoption a secret. So you, you, you told her, and yes. I'm, I'm quite interested. How did she respond? She didn't understand it yeah. at first. Okay. But so basically, she grew up kind of knowing, or did you actually have to officially sit down and go, listen, my girl, just so that you understand where mommy comes from? No, okay. I didn't approach it that way. Okay. I think it was in conversation, perhaps, nice. with somebody. Yes. She picked it up and she asked, are you adopted, mom? Yeah. And I said to her, yes, my love. Um, so she then, she asked different questions. No, she didn't go to she the She was curious. Shame. Yes. Yeah. It wasn't so it was shame. shame. Oh, shame. No. There we go. No. Yeah. She um, asked questions like, how old were you? Yeah. Where do you come from, mom? Yeah. So yeah. to her, I think it's just a different generation again. Amen. Yeah. You know, they so, we're so open yes. these days. It's not in the olden days where everything was boxed up. And shame and shame, nobody yes. must know because no. you are. No. Yeah, yeah. So she was, and then she's happy and to it's, yeah. You know what I'm, I'm, I've also noticed, um, especially with the younger ge generation, sometimes we, we sugarcoat things yeah. and sometimes there's a time and a place where you actually have to be honest with your young child, um, depending on their age, obviously. And I do believe in the world we're living in right now with the generation, like your daughter that's, that's literally growing up in this whole yeah. new world. Um, I think the best thing is to be transparent and open and, and uh, try not to keep too many secrets. No. Because it exposes them to the hardship and the realities of life. Absolutely. And their things shouldn't cripple you. No. And it makes them strong Amen. as well. Because when they, you know, when they face a situation like that, they know how to react and how to respond. Yes. To, yes. uh, if there's a friend that's been adopted before, you know, she can um, immediately, she oh. can say, oh, my mom's adopted and my yeah. mom's fine. And the minute the child goes through a whoa, 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 I'm adopted, at least she's able to go, but my mom is. Yes. And she's such a little ray of sunshine herself that, yeah, she just gives it a whole new perspective. And once again, she's able to carry on the hope. Yes. The hope yeah. of the rainbow. <laughs> and that's, that's just, to me, so special. There are so many things that Lizana and I could actually chat about, to be quite honest with you. Um, and uh, she lives in the same street as we do, which is also quite significant. Um, but ultimately, this is all about God is intentional. And I always say to people, be careful how you respond and react wherever you are, because you never know whether that very person is going to become somebody important in your life. And I'd rather leave a smile on somebody's face than a bitter taste. Because when, in, when they come to our church and to our family, they must understand what you're seeing is what you're getting. And we're not trying to be somebody that we aren't. Mm -hmm. so, so concentrate before you want to niggle or complain or throw a comment. Be careful. God might need you to actually minister to that person. Or that might be your very opportunity to become somebody significant that will represent hope to somebody forever, just like when Leon did. 
And once again, I'm just sitting here and we're speaking about these things and I'm, I'm just saying again, maybe this is not even about Lazan right now, to be honest with you. This is when God rocks up, okay? And I'm thinking to myself, oh my goodness, this should be a Father's Day interview. <laughs> because you know what? This whole little clip we're doing is actually honoring when Leon Pereira, okay? For Mark, forgive me. For Mark. It's just, yeah, I'm just having a God moment here. And yeah, it's what, yeah. like, um, talking about my journey and my way, if it wasn't for a church and mm -hmm. wasn't for a pastor, yeah, I would not have been able to get back onto that route. Yeah. So I'm very thankful for church and I'm yeah. very thankful for pastor. Yeah. So government yeah. did the right thing by opening churches. Yeah, even though it's 50 50, <laughs> hey? Yes, oh. I know. Yes. Oh, goodness. Yeah. yeah. But God's good. God's good. And ultimately, okay. God's got this. Yes. Um, and uh, once again, my anthem, Psalm 139, I encourage you to go there and read that again because it's so significant to God choosing us, knowing us before we were born, and knowing the plan that He has for us, and about having the faith and the hope to know that all things work out for the good to those who love and believe. Um, and I want to leave that with you. So the next time you have a bad day, remember, we all have bad days. And ultimately, it's what you turn it into because everything can become a testimony, not necessarily a dark cloud. There's always a rainbow after the rain. Is there any last words you want to leave with anybody that's watching right now? Or is there anything you would have wanted to tell yourself when this happened to you with your, with your late dad and the terrible ordeal? Is there something you wish you knew? Not wish I knew. I just, okay. you know, he was such a positive person and he was the light for people. Yeah. And that stuck by me. And yeah. I just want to say, try and always be the light. Amen. 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 When it's dark, be the light for them. Amen. And then, I'm going to do this. This is random. I want you to give, you, give your mom a shout out because I'm sure she's watching and she's just as important. Um, um, mom. Larisha from Mark, I just want to say thank you for everything that you have done for me. Thank you that you have helped me to become the person that I am today. And happy retirement. Yeah, cheers to that. <laughs> and you always, always have also been very significant to our family. Um, so hopefully we'll see you at church sometime. Yes, while you now, well, well, considering your mom's retired, yes, now you need yeah. to get involved, Mark. Um, yeah. And there we go. Carry thank on you. the rainbow. Thank you. <laughs> But bless you all and Lizanne, thank you for your honesty, your vulnerability, and thank you for being who you are. And uh, be encouraged, everybody. Yes. Everybody has a story. So embrace your story and make it, make, make it something that everybody realizes is something that you're proud of. And it's not always a dark story. So bless you. In Jesus' name. See you soon. Bye.